Episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. Today we're in beautiful downtown Pomona on a Saturday morning, you know, at like this semi amphitheater that's outdoors. And, and uh, I got to do, I, I introduce who you are because I don't want to say Parliament of Owls because that's how they could find you on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm Robert Martinez. I go under the name Parliament of Owls on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I'm just a native from Los Angeles. I like to track mountains in the mountains above Glendora and San Dimas with trail cameras. Yeah. Uh, I like to do videography and photography of our local wildlife. And that's really what it is. The, I found your page and I stumbled across it like a lot of people probably do and uh-huh. go, dude, we, you're taking video and pictures <laughs> of like trails that you're at. Yeah. You go in the backwoods. And you find mountain lions? Yep. I had the same feeling when I saw somebody else doing it seven years earlier. I was like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, I didn't even know what those cameras were. I didn't even know about them. But I knew we were surrounded by lions. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew you almost never get to see one ever. It's just too slim to see one. So I discovered cameras the same way. Like, well, I saw the same thing you did. I'm like, yeah. what? That lives right there? Really? I'm like, how do you get to see that? So that made me want to do it, too. So I was inspired by someone else. Is that how it started? You just, you saw it, you're like, I'm going to go see if I can find one? Yeah, I was watching these trail cam videos, uh-huh. and uh, if my wife was watching me watch it, she's like, you should get one of those cameras. And I was like, what? I'm like, where do you buy those? Uh-huh. So I didn't even know, you know, where you buy them. So I looked into getting one mm-hmm. for the primary goal of wanting to see a lion. I was like, I got to see it. I don't care if it takes, you know, a year, five years. I'm like, I just want to get like, a slight image of one. I thought it'd be some kind of grainy black and white image, maybe in the future, if I was lucky, just to get confirmation. I'm like, oh, I picked a spot. Uh-huh. But my first video was a, a crystal clear daylight video of the lion walking by. It's only like five or six seconds, but it's just so clear. You see the mountains in the background. You hear the lion breathing. I'm oh, like, dude. I couldn't believe that lion walked right where I was sitting, setting up my camera. It was just, it was surreal. That's what it is, man. That's yeah. what it is because it's it's super cringeworthy. The ones that you take that it's like you, yeah, and then like the actual video that you, oh yeah that uh-huh. you catch, uh-huh. you know, like. <laughs> I, I it, love it was that. there. <laughs> I like love it. Was it. Just there, sharing the same trails. Yeah, I've been within minutes of the lions. Actually, no way. Yeah, the closest I think was about nine minutes. It happened uh, over a year ago. I showed up on my camera and uh, I didn't even notice there was urine in the dirt from the lion. I didn't even notice that right away. Oh. I put in my memory card and I watched the video and I saw the timestamp and I just stood up. I'm like, oh my god, that just happened. And it was nine minutes earlier. So I was like, wow, it was amazing. The lion must have heard me coming up the trail. Had right. to have heard me, dude. But. So okay, so what? <laughs> Because most of the time when I go hiking, I don't want to see anything. Like, <laughs> I'm the total opposite. <laughs> yeah. I get annoyed if I don't. I'm like, come on, come out. <laughs> so, so what is it? What are like the tips? You know, actually, if you're engaging? scared, yeah, make yourself noisy. Just because they I don't know. They just, I mean, the animals can be on, on top of the hillside. They can hear the city down below. You know, huh. the normal moving around of the city. But if you're there in person within their like you know close proximity, and you make all kinds of crazy noise, yelling, that's not really normally what they hear. So I think a, a, a healthy wild animal would actually be frightened by that, not get closer to it and go, what is that noise? I'm going to stop it or see what it is. They're going to run. That's what I think. So if you're really scared, make a lot of noise. I'm like the opposite. I feel like fortunate if I see one. I'm like, i got to be quiet, get my phone out, try to record it. <laughs> so, but I, and I've seen a lot of bears. And thankfully, yeah. I mean, thankfully, believe me, I don't want the bear to stare too long. And I'll get nervous. I know I would. Because yeah. I'm not used to that. I've never been confronted by a bear like that. So every time I've seen them, it's been a safe distance. They always go the other way. Every time. They never get closer to me. Like, who 
are you? Let me, let me smell you. They yeah. always go the opposite way, and they usually always look back because they're still kind of curious. But then uh, half the time, I see them just run away and you don't even hear them anymore. So they're scared. They really are. That makes that, that's what everybody says, right? When it comes to black bears, yeah, you know, you want to be big, and they'll yeah. usually just back away. Yeah, and a mountain lion too. If you see a lion, which is even more rare to see, um, if the lion's staring at you and you feel nervous about it, make yourself look big. Put your hands above your head. Uh-huh. If you got a backpack, wave it in the air. Uh, just make crazy sounds. I never got to test this uh, firsthand, but I used to carry an air horn with me because uh-huh. I, I was even nervous. I'm like, what if I do see an animal and it doesn't want to like leave me alone? <laughs> I thought the air horn would scare the crap out of it because that's not a sound they normally hear that close, and their yeah. ears are more sensitive than ours. I think that would scare almost any wild animal, but I never put it to the test. The air horn I used to carry in my backpack <laughs> side pocket fell out somewhere, <laughs> so it's somewhere in a bush in the dirt uh-huh. six years yeah, later. I don't yeah. know where it's at. But then uh-huh. Hopefully, it'll work for somebody that's yeah. like going up a trail, and they're like, this is so perfect. I know. Huh? Yeah. But I never had to test it, thankfully. And as time went on, I quickly realized, like, these animals are, are so afraid of us. They're so elusive. You know, seeing the videos of me being there, only missing them by minutes, it made right. me learn, like, these animals really do avoid us. That, like, that bear or that lion heard me coming. It was only minutes ago. Yeah. So that fear, if you want to even call it fear, kind of went away. So I don't feel nervous at all. But back to the point, uh, question you said, um, <clears throat> yeah, if you, you get scared, make yourself look big. And usually they're going to probably go the other way. I've seen, I've seen a lion before, and I had my flashlight shining in its eyes from like 100 feet away at nighttime. It was sitting on a bridge. Do a night in the night. No, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. Looking I'm for having... animals. Uh-huh. So I didn't. <laughs> I like, was, this is perfect. I know. It this sounds crazy, and it is a little bit, but yeah. I wasn't going off a trail. In this wilderness park that's near where I, where I go, they close the gate at night, so nobody can drive in there yeah. for like a good mile. So I just walk on the road. I don't go in the bushes oh, or in the brush. Geez. That sounds creepy. I would not do that. Yeah. That sounds scary. <clears throat> so I just walk on the road but with you a flashlight. did do it. <laughs> You're like, I would not do well, that. Well, there's a lot of somebody else. I guess because the space around me and the road and the bushes are off in a distance, I don't feel so scared because I'm not so encroached by all this, oh. you know, uh-huh. like, you know, bushes and trees. So anyways, I'd look for eyeballs reflecting off my flashlight. And doing it off and on throughout the year, I would see, I saw a ringtail, I saw a fox, I've seen bears, deer laying like right there in the bushes. And then one night, I didn't go for months. I'd only do it like once or twice a month. So I didn't go for a long time. And I see a lion sitting on a bridge. And I didn't know right away, but I saw these big yellow eyes. I knew it was a lion or a deer. I'm like, why would a deer be sitting right there? So when I got to see its face finally, my voice got really loud. I was like, oh, my God, it's a mountain lion. And it took off. Right when my voice got loud, it left. So that proved right there. The lion didn't want to get too close. It heard my voice kind of quietly. But when I got loud, because I realized what it really was, it yeah. just took off. I never heard a sound again. So Damn. I think they're afraid of human voices from what I've learned and heard. So, Man. <laughs> yeah. You Okay, in this past, uh, you know, like um, – month i saw a coyote and i got excited yeah you know? yeah i get excited so, too like you know it's like oh snap so you still get like hyped up over like all the time boxes. yeah i just saw a bobcat last weekend the bobcat, um yeah. i was driving on this private forest service road and my car coming around the corner scared it i think it was getting some uh, from a puddle of water it was drinking so it ran across the road and i was probably within 30 feet going really slow so i just stopped and watched it go across the road up the hillside it was beautiful so I, I, I don't take it for granted. I love that. I feel lucky to even see that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to school in Merced, mm-hmm. and and you uh, see Merced's mascot was the ma- like was a was a bobcat. Okay, and you would see him like you know on the way down to the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. They just look like big cats. They, they look do. Like big cats. They're just big house cats. The ones that you catch, man, they look like gigantic. They do look big, actually. And then one I saw the other day looked looked big because I'm usually saying, oh, they're really small. They're just barely yeah. bigger than a house cat. Yeah, that's this what one it was is. definitely bigger. Probably a full size adult one. So I was impressed actually at the size. Really? Yeah. 
And then I say the mountain lions to me, I think are going to be smaller than we all think they are. You know, I think uh-huh. a lot of people assume they're like a like a an African lion. I'm like they're way smaller. So, but I the one I saw in person, it was too quick to tell if it was really that big or if it was small. But, uh, but you caught like a giant. You, you caught a whole family going out like over a ridge. That's the yeah. famous picture that everybody's like, oh like, yeah, you, that you, picture. You're selling prints of it, right? Yeah, like, I've been selling prints of that. Um, uh-huh. The picture was used by the Forest Service to be displayed at LAX, which in yeah. turn they gave me a permit to explore some private parts of the forest. It was such a great. Such a great trade-off. Like I, and I feel honored to have my picture displayed like that Yeah, man. for thousands of people to see. I love it. So, yeah, I, I got lucky and got the family. Yeah, it's a whole family going over the little ridge, the, yep. the, the, the crest of it. Beautiful time of day, too. Oh, right? yeah. I, I was dreaming about that pic because I knew that was Limpy the Lion, the cat I've been following for like six years now. Um, so I knew she was out there because I saw her four months earlier on the canyon floor with her kittens. They were only a few months old at that time. So I knew she'd been up at that ridge before. So I'm like, there's a chance she might come back. She might come back. And uh, it could be a, just a butt shot going at nighttime, which would be like, uh. So when I checked that video, oh my God, I was so blown away. I watched the video first and I was like, are you kidding me? Because the first thing you see is her. And then you hear her call out to the kittens. And I was just like, wow, this is just unbelievable. And I saw the flashes going off. So I'm like, oh, please, I hope these photos came out. Yeah. So I checked that next and I was just like, wow. I texted my wife right away because I have reception up there. So I was like, you won't believe what happens. Like, what? I'm like, Limpy returned. It was just such an exciting day, like a triumphant day, checking cameras and seeing the return of Limpy and, and getting that photo with all four faces. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Because the next frame after that photo, uh, very next frame, one of the flashes went out. So all their faces are blackened out. All you see is, like, the outline of them. Uh So I'm just, there's so much luck involved. And thank God the flashes even went off when they showed up on the ridge. So I've had animals come by where you see them on video, and the DSLR is just sitting there asleep because the batteries are dead, the memory card's full. And that's always frustrating. So I have two cameras there kind of keeping an eye on one another. You know, you can see what's going on. So, yeah, there's just so much luck involved with that picture. A little bit of skill, a lot of luck. A lot of luck. A lot of luck. Yeah, well, you know, because... And you give them names, right? Like, you give them names because you see them so much. You, you do see, like, the same family. Yeah, a few of them going, I have. But they have to have something that distinguishes them, like uh-huh. whether it's Limpy the Lion has a limp. Uh-huh. In 2013, that's when I noticed the limp. So every time she came by, if I could see her right hind leg in the video, I knew that was her. Okay. Um, there's a male lion now that I follow who's got a, a big nick on the side of his ear. So just naturally, I call them Nick the Lion. That's I couldn't awesome. think of anything more yeah. than that. So I could identify him. There's a fox that I started seeing a few years ago. This fox has a floppy ear, which I've never seen the ears there it just flops maybe the nerves aren't are dead but it doesn't like stand yeah. straight up so right. I could identify that flop that, that fox I call him like flopsy the fox or something uh-huh. like that uh-huh. uh, there's a recent bear I saw he just looked like an old huge male bear I called him Wilford after Wilford Brimley because he had like a little bit of a mustache so right. call him Wilford the bear <laughs> I nicknamed one Bruno a long time ago uh-huh. just because he was huge and he had you this... can name him whatever you want right you're <laughs> the only one that's up there yeah so exactly okay, no one else what? really sees them it's fun to try to give him some kind of name if I could identify something about them yeah. but I'd say the majority of the animals I do see I, there's nothing stands out about them like I always call it mystery lion in my caption you know yeah. mystery lion mysterious male lion or because right. some of them you just can't tell uh, they look like perfect animals. They have no scars, no scratches, but some of them do get something that stands out, whether it's a, a lion with one eyeball injured because it doesn't reflect on the night vision. You can tell it's got an injured eyeball. I've had that happen. Or uh, Really? Yeah, the lions with the limps and all that. Uh-huh. So I try to give them names if I can. How many... How many- is there a lot of lions up there? Yeah, I, there is definitely. There was a period about two years ago where I put together a collage of pictures of uh-huh. separate lions in like maybe like a seven-month period, and it was over a dozen different lions. 
oh, she's, something stood out on each picture where I could tell them apart. And whether it's the picture I posted or the video that captured them, I could tell something different about each lion. So at one point, there was like a dozen lions, but it's all different times of that seven-month period. And then some of those lions might just be passing through because they have a, a wide home range. It could be 100, 100, 100 miles, miles to 200 right? square miles. It varies on every, mountain range to mountain range. But it can be large. So Do, do, do they fight against each other? Like, is it Yeah, just, some of them you, do. You encounter different spaces and then they, they just they, they leave, that kind of a deal? Yeah, that's part of the mountain lions. Um, part of their habit, their, their, you know, their behavior. For the male lions especially, they're way more dominant. They don't share territory as much as females. Um, some females like will share space. They'll overlap. Their home ranges will overlap one another. Uh-huh. And sometimes one male might reside within that home range. But then there is males' territories that do overlap. Uh, I actually got video this year of two different male lions less than a day apart. That was exciting. Uh, one of them had an eyeball that didn't reflect, so I knew it was a different one. And the other one had the nick in his ear. So no so way. they actually were only a day apart. And I keep wondering, like, did they meet up somewhere? Is one of these lions in the video looking for the other male lion? Because yeah. they both leave markings in front of my camera and along the trail. They call them scrapes. They uh, make a mound of dirt with their hind paws, and they defecate or urinate on it. And that's how they mark their territory and communicate with cats. So they both left them along the trail, only within a foot of each other, right next to each other. Oh, I was like, damn. wow. That's yeah. for a mountain lion. You know, the mountain lion world, that's intense. Two male lions, one day apart. So I think those two might have crossed paths somewhere down, you know, in the next, in the following week. Maybe they fought. Who knows? Hmm. But I yeah. think that they do fight, though, over territory. They do. They do. Yeah. Have you, ever caught, have you ever caught fights? No. <laughs> I, I keep thinking that might happen one day after seeing yeah. that video of the males a day apart. I'm like, right. shit. Maybe in the future I might get them actually on camera confronting each other. Yeah. Maybe male lions sometimes wait for the other one, like almost hunt them, you know, but not, maybe not intent to kill them, but just mm-hmm. that give a message, scrap a little bit. Yeah, kick them off the Yeah, they got to the let turf. them know. And um, so I think that could happen easily. Huh. So I mean, for the most part, though, they're out there eating deer, right? Yeah, deer, yeah. Uh, raccoons. Coyotes don't go deep to where my camera spots are at. I've noticed that in seven years because I get asked a lot, why don't you post coyotes? I'm like, they don't go that deep. They're all but, down here. Right? Yeah, they're more on the edges of the forest and in the neighborhoods. But um, they will eat coyotes, but the primary prey is deer. But I've, I've captured raccoon remains on the trail, and the lions return. I captured that twice. So they will kill raccoons. I think they've even been known to catch birds once in a while. Huh. Okay. I'm not sure about anything smaller than that, though. Like, I don't no. think they'd go for a squirrel or, yeah. <clears throat> or a rabbit. But and, and truthfully, those are some of the coolest videos, man. You're posting up, like, the, the, the squirrels you oh, know, yeah. going lo- through there. Yeah. They seem like a good time, bro. They it's, seem like they could they can have their own, like, uh, TV show they, or something, right? Yeah, like, I get so many squirrel videos. Yeah. Most of them I'm deleting because there's just a squirrel doing its thing. Once in a while, they'll do, they'll do something kind of cute and cool yeah, in front of the like, camera. Know, then, then there you go. Yeah, right? and then it's, it's like, a squirrel video. Yeah, it's a squirrel video. Then, again, with the bear. Yes. Like, you'll see a bear. They, they, they want to go the other way. Mm-hmm. What is it like? What's up with them? Like, do they also freaking battle for territory with other animals, I, or is it? I think they do. I think the male bears are the same way as the male mountain lion. I think they're very territorial. They want to keep all the food sources for themselves, probably, you know, and they want to have a mate nearby, not share. Okay. So I think they are. I got a video once of a bear running on camera. The, the camera turns on, and within it's like not quietness, but there's no animal in the picture. And then two seconds or less, this lion comes barreling through the picture. So oh, I think another sad. bear actually triggered the camera, and uh-huh. the camera turned on right after it passed it, and then the bear ran right by. I think it's, so. I think that bear was actually chasing another bear out. Oh, I think, but I'll never be 100% certain, but I can't yeah. imagine why else it was running like that in like an aggressive manner. So I think, it, I think they do fight. 
Probably not the female bears, but the male bears, but probably. The male bears do. And I actually got a male bear, one with a huge scar. That's the one I call Wilford. Uh-huh. A huge scar across his nose, going up his whole like nostril and his nose. And all I could think of was that had to be from a fight. I'm like, well, who else would cause that? You know what I mean? No other yeah. animals, really. I don't think he got it from like going through the woods and the sticks. So I think sense. he probably had some battles. And he had some other nicks and scars on his head, too. And he's a real mature male. So I think he's seen some battles, probably with other bears. You're going out. You're looking for these things. You're going for these things, these animals, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. I, uh, these beautiful creatures. But, geez, man. <clears throat> what are the hikes that people should not go on? <laughs> um, Do you have any, like, good insight on, like, hey, you know what? If you want to stay away from bears, don't go up here. Yeah, just, I guess, don't go off trail, really. Don't That's all I can say. Okay. If you don't want to see animals, stay on the marked trails. But the animals, really? still, they still use those marked trails, too. That's what I, I But usually you when you're not around. About a, about like a fire road, right? You, yeah. You have one on that, and it's like, oh, yeah, they use the trails, They use too. them, too. Like, all the popular fire escape roads where that bicyclists use, or even hunters use, or joggers, they uh-huh. all, all the animals go on that. I even had cameras on one of those roads, <clears throat> what, six, seven years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't go off trail back then. I didn't know any better. Yeah. So I put them on those fire escape roads, and we see so many different people whether it was hunters joggers bicyclists just people walking uh-huh. walking their dog and then i would get like a bear or two mountain lions coming by seven hours later at nighttime though at night when nobody was around yeah. nobody was there for hours so i got uh-huh. to see that for a few months the interaction with people and the animals and they definitely avoided people really? but my cameras got stolen it didn't last more than two months oh yeah cameras <laughs> yeah. got stolen i was like i gotta rethink my game plan i gotta go off trail now so nobody yeah. finds my cameras yeah that makes a lot of sense right you're, yeah if you're out for a nice jog and you're like oh Check out this nice DSLR stuck yeah. in a tree. You know, it's like take that home. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You gotta go. You go deep into like the Rambo jungle. Yeah, but this, I still, I'm still following game trails. I don't just pick uh-huh. some random like big thing of brush and bush and walk right through it oh, with okay. a machete. Okay. So uh, I'm going on game trails. You, you can kind of when you're there in person, you can see how the animals trample down some of the uh, some of the foliage and the bushes, and you just follow those. Or it's a naturally, yeah, naturally carved out game trail. Okay. And it leads to something, whether it's a clearing or like an intersection with another trail or a, the mouth of a canyon. So I'm always looking for stuff like that. And and those are the places where you might see an animal more frequently. But all the popular trails, too, they're, they're on there once in a while. People always come across one or get a quick glimpse of something running along the trail. Like I said, they'll use it when no one's around. Uh-huh. So it could be quiet for like you know a few hours, and all of a sudden you come walking around the corner. Then the animal's going to take off. You won't see it again. But. Sorry, everybody. I was trying to get you guys like some safety <laughs> tips, you know, <laughs> so it just means no, be loud, we, co- get we, known, we yeah. coexist with them. They're yeah, everywhere. They're everywhere. They use all the same spots we do, but like mm. I said, mostly when no one's around. I found deer remains, like mm. bones, next to popular trails, and that was a good, that was proof to me too. The lions really, they'll use almost any trail when mm. no one's around. Really? Even They'll even feed on prey when no one's around. I found a deer kill on a, on a pretty popular trail about three years ago. Uh-huh. It just happened to be a really quiet weekend for that trail. And the, the whole 20, maybe 36 hours where I captured lions feeding on the deer, nobody ever showed up Really, during the time they were feeding. Only one couple came by in the morning and saw oh. the deer remains. I have them on video. And they turned around so quickly. They didn't even stop to, like, investigate. It no. literally scared the crap out yeah, of them. Yeah, it's you like, oh, we're not going forward. Yeah, and, and, and if they're not normally in the mountains or don't know about mountain lions, they might have thought, like, who did this? It's like some slaughter by humans that uh, oh, persecuted yeah. oh, the yes. deer. And it was, it was a very gruesome <laughs> scene. Uh-huh. I have a picture of it. The deer was just eaten and torn. It was oh, bloody. Send me that video. It was I mean, bloody no, and messy. Send me the hikers. I, I, put, the I put together a video of me recording the day after, and then I checked my memory card, and that's when I saw the couple walking by hours earlier in the morning, and they did not. 
even stay. They took off so quickly. They were the only ones that saw that, but that happened on a popular trail. The lions came by the first night I had my camera. They came by in the daylight still at like around 6 p.m. and just fed on the deer. It was, it was oh, insane man. because nobody was around. It was staying yeah. quiet. So. so there you go. Yeah. So then, you know, always hear about like dogs, you know, taking your pets on trails mm-hmm. and, and then that's kind of a thing you got to watch for. Yeah. Um, if your dog's off leash, let's say, and saw a wild animal, went after it, I'm not sure what would happen. I really don't know. I think most of the time the animal's going to run the other way. Oh, okay. Like the way the way hunters that use hounds, they'll tree a mountain lion or whatever. Yeah. So I think that even, even my little dogs, I think if they saw a mountain lion, hopefully the lion would run up into a tree because they're not, they're not used to little barking and yapping dogs really? or big dogs. That's uh-huh. not normally what they're used to, especially in the areas where they're not being hunted with hound hunters or whatnot. Hmm. They're not used to barking dogs. So I think, I mean, you want to keep your dogs on leash. You don't want to leave them unattended, but... I don't think the animals are going to see you with your dog or anybody else and go, I'm going to follow them and get that oh. dog. Coyotes, are, it's a different story. Coyotes. I've heard stories about them surrounding people. That's, oh. that's a lot scarier with coyotes. But like a bear, a mountain lion, I don't think they would ever want to confront you and your pet. But if you say you left your pet unattended you know, for quite a while and an animal just happens to pass by, who knows what might happen then? I might think like, hey, I'm hungry. That looks like some kind of new prey. I don't know. Yeah, but right. if you're that's with you them... keep up on a, on a leash. And yeah, then... but if you're with them, I don't think they're going to want to even approach you. Really? Just if, yeah, and then if you're in a healthy habitat where the animals aren't like making news for attacking people and come in the neighborhoods too often, I think you don't have to worry because they got a safe habitat. I mean, I get asked all the time, if I'm scared, I'm going to be attacked. Are they going to eat you next? I'm like, no, they're not. Well, yeah, <laughs> they well, got you, deer to eat. They, I've seen it firsthand. You got a horn. And, yeah. and you're <laughs> but they got so scare. much prey to eat. They're not going to, I don't think they're desperate to get a, you know, eat your pet. But uh-huh. let's say you live on the hillsides, you know, the hillside neighborhoods, and you happen to be in an animal's territory where they are passing by a lot in that, in that week or whatever. If they keep seeing the animal in the backyard, they might you know, want to hunt that animal. And it's just the animal's instinct to do that, whether there's a, it's a backyard or not, right. whether or it's in the wild. It's just, you know, that could be prey. So mm-hmm. to me, it's up to the people to keep their pets safe, whether it's on a trail or if you live in the hillside neighborhood, put them inside. Don't take it for granted. Don't leave them unattended just so they can go pee for two minutes. That right. two minutes just might be when a mountain lion's right there and might be hungry. You never know. Mm-hmm. It's not the lion's fault. I mean, come on. It's not. You're in their neighborhood, so. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we're we're safe though, no matter what. <laughs> I, I've been safe, like preaching yeah. to people now for the last few years, only because I've I've been living, you know, experiencing it firsthand. I mean, like yeah. going up there, I'm like, dude, the animals are scared of us. I'm not afraid, and I'm up there right where they've sat hours earlier, just taking a nap or grooming themselves, or I've I've been right there next to their prey that they're eating, and I'm you know refilling my memory cards or even recharging my batteries or whatever right there. And I'm sitting right next to their prey, and they they don't come back and try to confront me. Or, you know, they don't sense that humans next to their food want to have a fight over it. They just they don't want human contact. That's part of their survival, I think. That's that's what I'm learning myself. Like, that's how they survive, avoiding us. We're the most dangerous animal on the planet. <laughs> and I'll take your word for it. I'll take your they word for it, us. especially since, you know, you're out there way more than I am. So and, you know, works. things could – I could have a, a bad encounter one day. You never know. You might meet an animal who's not happy or something's wrong with it and mm-hmm. wants to confront a human. You don't yeah. know. I saw a bear almost two years ago now. <clears throat> I did see a bear – and I'm pretty sure it was a male bear based on his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I, when the bear saw me coming up the canyon, he definitely got scared and went up into the, up through the tree and then on the hillside. And then he looked back at me. And within maybe like 15 seconds, he pounded his front paws on the ground and grunted at me. Oh, I've man. never seen that happen before. Oh, but that man. bear definitely told me. He gave me a message. Even, you know, he warned me, get out of here. I knew what he meant. He wasn't like wanting to play, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> have you come towards him. So I left. And then... He started making some groaning sounds as I slowly walked away. It was hard to leave. It was such a beautiful sight. Even though the bear just told me to get out, I'm like, oh, I just want to look at you and just soak it in. You're yeah, so beautiful, yeah. healthy bear. 
And we had like a, a safe distance between us, but I know how fast bears can run and yeah, they can outrun a human with ease. So I was like, if this bear wanted to chase me, oh my God, I would Man. have to dive under a log or something. Or do I don't you, know what I would do. You're right. I, I would say. And the bear you, didn't. Do you have make, a knife on you? No, you a, I have nothing. nothing. I got my car keys and my chapstick. Oh and, my uh, lord. Are you going to chapstick them? No, I have nothing. <laughs> That's protection for my lips. That's all I got. Yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. I had nothing with me. And man, thank God that bear didn't come out. Is that going to change? Or you just, I mean, if, if, I don't know. <laughs> And uh, you know, because I'm, you, cause, I'm going yeah. hiking later. I have nothing to protect me. With. Right. I mean, and, and and I'm sure you're going to be all right because you know. Yeah. yeah. I, but like I said, if an animal you're, ever did attack, shit, I don't know if I'd even have time to pull out that self defense. Right. People talk about bear spray all the time. Bear you spray. know, I'm not sure how far bear spray really shoots, but I think if a bear's charging at you, no one's going to stand still and aim their bear spray at a bear's face and take yeah. a chance. You're going to drop your bear spray and run, probably. You that know might what I mean? Be the end of it. Yeah. That's what I think, but. I don't even have bear spray. I've never seen anybody use it firsthand or, you know, heard stories about it, like how it really works. But if a bear's charging at you, I've seen how fast they can run. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're not going to have time to do anything or want to stay still and think, Damn. oh, this bear spray will stop him in his tracks. You will not think that. No. No way. You're going to drop it and run if it happens. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. They just don't attack people. The California black bears. I can't right. speak about grizzlies. They grizzlies, have a whole different yeah. temperament. Uh -huh. But the bears here in our Angeles National Forest, oh man, they're, they're scared of people. I've seen it. And I, I had a bear, like I said, grunt at me, show me, like, get out of here. So he didn't come after me. But, hey, he communicated, and, and I understood it. the message. Take it and go. Yep, okay. I did. I went. That was the only time that happened, so. Oh, man. I'm going to get you a knife. I'm gonna, <laughs> next time I see you, I'm going to get you just a gigantic <laughs> knife, and you just be able to just, you know. Dude, my mom got me one, actually, a few years really? back. I don't take it with me, though. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, here's a sword, you know? <laughs> That's all you can do, right? Yeah, but I don't have any protection when I'm out there. I'm just I'm just not not scared. And of course if I'm getting attacked one day I'm gonna regret it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I just don't feel like that's gonna night. happen. I feel safe as can be when I'm out there. I'm more yeah, afraid you, of Because all I'm thinking about is uh, the, the documentary Grizzly Man. You oh know? god, he I guess was I've, insane, right? I've been compared to him by various people, really? kind of like in, in a joking manner, like don't uh -huh. be like Grizzly Man. I'm like, oh my god, I don't think I'm gonna hug a mountain lion, believe no, me. No. Well, I know you're I, setting up trail cameras yeah, and stuff like that. But if I saw one, I wouldn't like open my arms up, like, oh come to me. I love I've been waiting for this moment. I wouldn't think that. Or if a bear, you know? Yeah, like no. I, I know, I know my place, and I keep my distance. That guy was definitely on a different kind of page than me. Mm -hmm. he, he, I watched that too. He really thought he was one with the bears. Yeah, he which was I wrong. would never think that. Yeah. Oh my god, no, no. Yeah, I don't want to be like him. No, but if, no, I, no. if I do see a lion in, in person, I would never have the thought like, "Oh God, it's gonna is it gonna kill me? Is it gonna eat me?" I would never think. My first thought would be like, "How did I get so lucky to to have this encounter? How?" And it has happened actually, you know, twice. One was from the car. One was on foot, and. Uh, it was exciting. Someone was like, from the car? Yeah, that was just last September, on September 1st. I can't forget the date. Yeah. It was a Saturday afternoon. I was driving on a private road. You know, you go past this gate, no one else can drive. Uh -huh. And it happened to be a quiet Saturday. I remember thinking to myself as I'm driving like 50 miles per hour, I'm like, there's nobody walking, nobody, you know, on their bikes. I'm like, cool. And then on the left, this road that, um, it's like a little switchback road. It goes up like 100 yards. It's coming down to intersect with the road. And right. And as my car was getting closer, in the left corner of my eye, I saw something galloping down the road. And it was a mountain lion. My car scared it. I was like, oh, my God. And I watched it run for, like, maybe a good four seconds right into some bushes. It disappeared. I put my car in park right away. And I'd waited for, like, maybe five seconds. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get out of my car quietly and just yeah. see if I can get a glimpse. I wasn't thinking, oh, it's going to hide and wait for me and attack me. I just like thinking maybe it's still close by. Maybe it's behind a bush looking at me. Maybe I'll get to see it. But when I got out of my car and looked around, I was just... There's just too much terrain for it to be camouflaged in. I couldn't see right. anything. I didn't hear a sound, and that was it. So I got back in my car and I continued to go check my cameras. And it was it, exciting. 
Is that super common? Like they just they, they don't make a lot of noise. Yes. Like could be around oh them God, yeah. They there. stay quiet as can be, whether it's to hide from a person or yeah. if they're stalking prey, uh-huh. like like a house cat does. They have to be super quiet, walk softly on their feet. Yeah. What is something that you could hear coming? Oh, right. Like a bear. Well, a bear. I, the bears I've seen. I just saw one a few months ago. Uh, what gives it away is they hear me coming and they get a little bit nervous, so they move. And you always hear sticks breaking and little things, branches on the ground because they're so big. Yeah. So this just happened a few months ago. I'm walking back after checking my camera, and on the right side, down this little creek, I hear something break. And my first thought was that's a bear because yeah. nothing else is out there. It's uh-huh. just me, no people, nothing. You heard a stick, <clears throat> like a couple a sticks snack. going crunching. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, I get my phone. I didn't get my phone out. I messed up on that one. I didn't do it. Right. Uh, so I go right to the side of the trail, and sure enough, the bear saw me, and within two. But then in one second, it just darted to the left and into some bushes. I wish I recorded that because it was so amazing to see this uh-huh. huge bear just dart like that, like a bullet just take off. It was amazing with oh, ease. Damn. And that was another like humbling experience. Like these bears, you can never run down a bear. Uh-huh. You have your bear spray in your hand. You're not going to even think about standing still yeah, you're and not trying to spray. It. It's too fast, huh. too powerful. It's like this tank barreling. So that, so that was yeah, this, <clears throat> gun, gun. We're going to get you a gun. That's what we're doing. <laughs> then, the I then I'll be like, no, I can't shoot this beautiful bear oh, as I'm getting killed. Uh. It's coming at you and wants to take your chicken. Yeah, Think differently, exactly. Yeah, right. If it's if it's looking <laughs> at your Wendy's, you know, you got you're out there, you know, on the yep. trail. You better better pull out that nine mil, man. You got to do. down. Yes, any means necessary. <laughs> Play some gangster rap and then just <laughs> I, it, I don't know. I, I hope not. I, don't know. I hope not. We need some bears, you know. Yeah, Obviously, because I was I was going to ask you about we, uh, you know, one of Yosemite recently, and and deer are so used to just seeing people there that they're out all the time. Yes. Literally, you know, we don't see deer very often, at least not in Hawthorne, California. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we go, oh, snap a deer. Yeah. We yell it at them, and they're just like, uh, <laughs> tourist, you know? Yeah, and I've seen deer, like, the same way. They're like, the same, sti- right? Just a deer. But what then a, <laughs> a deer out there, do you see them just a lot more fidgety and just, uh, yes. you know, Yes, oh, oh, definitely. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. They're definitely nervous. Uh, I just saw some yeah. a few days ago down in the dried-out reservoir, and they're on a hillside. They're, they're really far away from me, but just the fact that I was there on the road in my car, they were nervous. They were watching every move I made from really far away. So they're definitely always on guard, and they have to be. I mean, even the deer knows when it's in the heart of the forest, they know they're surrounded by predators, so... Yeah. I think everything makes them nervous. And I think seeing a person even more nervous because they don't see us often. And they're like, Uh what's that? What's that person? You know, what is that thing? That object he's driving. You had said, you you had said, some of my trail cameras, some hunters would love to see what's on them. Mm -hmm. So do you see like big bucks and stuff like that? Do you see? Oh yeah, I've seen bucks and all that. Mm -hmm. One person even asked me, are you hiding the deer you get? You don't want us to see it? (laughs) Us, like the hunters. I'm like, no, Uh this is what I get, you know? They're, They're always around, but they don't always pass by my camera. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've got bucks. No, I've got stuff that I'm sure hunters dream about. <laughs> right, right, right. No, because I always wonder, like, what, what's, what are the bigger a- animals in the forest, you know? And then uh, the deer, yeah. The deer. I, I definitely seen bucks. I've seen mm. young bucks and all that. Uh-huh. I never come across antlers. There's people that they call them shed hunters. They yeah. actually go out just for that. Just, just looking for, sh- you know, antlers that shed. I've never come across those, actually, ever. I'm not looking for them either, but I just figured all these years, uh-huh. the other things I've come across, you know, whether it's bones or stuff yeah. like that, I'm like, I think I'd find one, but I, I yeah. never do. The only time I see antlers is um, the rest of the remains too because oh, it's like you know a full deer not yeah. full skeleton but the skull I found a couple of those with the antlers still attached which oh, to me is pr- probably mountain lion prey based on where I found the bones and all that it's probably uh, an old mountain lion kill yeah I, I was gonna say you're, so your niche is definitely mountain lion yeah that's my whole obsession uh-huh. that's what started this whole thing was just wanting to see a mountain lion yeah 
But as I've learned now with uh, video evidence and all that, all the animals share the same trails. All of them. Uh-huh. There's like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I get all this other wildlife along with the mountain lions. That's always my primary That's you know, focus. Like any camera I set up, it's always with the hopes of seeing a lion. Uh-huh. And there's some spots I, I'll try and I don't get a lion or I don't wait it out long enough. You know, I'll lose patience uh-huh. after like five or seven months. I'm like, I got to uh-huh. move it somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. And then probably my luck, it probably comes by the very next week, you know. Of I'm sure course, that's happened right? a lot, I'm yeah. sure. But How often are you going up there? Probably every like three to five days. Usually, really? I have a, I have a, a few different camera spots. So I don't check them all in one day. Uh-huh. So there's some I'll go back every four or five days and check, and there's some I don't go for like maybe two weeks. Those okay. are the harder to get to spots, you know, oh, <laughs> going up the side of a hill that are really grueling. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give those sense. a week, if not two weeks, sometimes. And I should do that anyway, and just give the place, you know, some time to breathe, not have me come disturb it. But there's times I want to go back sooner because I think uh, my camera might have dead batteries. There's some spots I'll put a camera at where the memory gets used up a lot faster. Whether it's because the wind's blowing, that'll set my camera off sometimes because there's a lot of bushes nearby. So, but the bushes move and then just sometimes, yeah, some spots it does that. I've had one spot where just nothing but videos of wind triggering my camera. So I'm like, damn, I got to go up there and you know replace the memory card or put new batteries in. Or I had a spot last year. I'm I'm there now, right now. Again, it's a watering hole. So in throughout. One day, there would be so many bird videos, blue jays and other oh, birds. Okay. I'd get hundreds and hundreds of videos, and my camera would be full within two days. So I'd have to go back every two days, go down there, and I wanted to go back and check anyway what happened, and I would have to replace the batteries, you know, clear the memory card, and start from scratch again. Yeah. So stuff like that, I'll go back very frequently. Dang. So are you checking the video up there? When, yes, when up I, there? I check it right in person. Show up with the MacBook? And yeah, I opened up my old MacBook. It's like an no. ancient MacBook. Uh-huh. It's taken a beating in seven years, but <laughs> I, it still works. Yeah, it's an outdoor MacBook yeah, for sure, it, yeah. Definitely, when you see it, yeah. you'll laugh. It's, it's so rugged. it's so old school and outdoor. But uh, yeah, I just I watch my videos right there. I copy them. I think it's important to watch it right at the spot because sometimes you want to make adjustments to oh, your camera. Okay. Like it's not the right angle, or you might just want to move it because nothing good happened yeah. on video. You're like, all right, I'm gonna That's go on to a new spot. So yeah. I like checking them right there. It's exciting. Dang, yeah, Dang. I love it. Like my little office, wherever I sit, that's my office. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, laptop. Do you, <laughs> I was going to say, do you like, you, you take them home, you know, pop them in the I used you know, to do that in the very, for the first few months, uh, I didn't take a laptop with me. I just didn't uh-huh. feel safe doing it, I guess. So I would just yeah. um, swap memory cards. But I don't actually, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that again because the, the, <clears> the suspense <throat> would just kill me waiting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah. check it right when I get there. So. <laughs> Oh, it's a train going by. What a train? I couldn't tell. I'm like, we'll take a quick train break. (laughs) And and the the train just passed by, so the train break is over. But yeah, man, I I was going to say, like, this this would be the dream job, right? Oh, of course. To be the next Steve Winter, who's a famous Nat Geo photographer. Yeah. Uh, Be someone like him and get commissioned by them to go cover mountain lions and bears and things. I would love that. Be a dream job. Yeah, that would be something. I mean, you're closer than than most people, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's that forest one, you know. If you could head down that road, I'm all for it, you know. But it's not what fuels me to keep doing this. But the thought of being able to do it for a living, it's like, oh, my God, I'd love to do that. But I'll still do it as a hobby, you know, forever. Yeah, yeah, I love it. But if I could turn it into some kind of income, oh, man. Hell, yeah. LAX, that that LAX painting. The LAX picture. I love love getting that exposure, you know. Maybe uh, it could lead to something. You never know who might see that. Yeah, yeah. So you you were saying earlier, you're like... they were showing you on the news and stuff yes, like that? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. It's happened several times, actually. And yeah. I'm always up for that, too. 
And every, awesome. people ask me all the time, do you get paid for that? I'm like, no, I, I want it to be on there. Uh-huh. I want my name to be out there as the uh, crazy mountain lion guy. I want, crazy I want Nat Geo to see that on TV and, uh-huh. and you know, get in touch with me. Uh-huh. I like the exposure. I think it's great. And it makes people aware of, like, what's up in our mountains. And they, yeah. they know it's up there, but to actually see it is really cool. It even makes it more real. You know, like, oh, yeah. Family Alliance is right there above the city and the mountains at sunset. That's exciting. Well, that, that's really what it is, man. That's really what it is. And I think that's what drew me to, to God, I love page it. Going yeah. like, I want to give people a connection to the wildlife and yeah. make them passionate about it the way I am. You know, like, wow, I want to protect those lions. Right. Where, where, did that, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Like, just the, the, the love for the outdoors? Were you just Pro- always hiking? Or? Yeah, I think camping as a kid. That's, where, that's how it started for me. As a little kid with my family, we'd go yeah. camping, my brother, my mom, and dad. And just if I saw like a chipmunk back then, I would get excited. If I saw a deer, I'd get excited. Yeah. And one time my brother said he saw a mountain lion. I told the story before. I was about seven or eight. And he said he saw a mountain lion. A train again. Uh, there's another train. <laughs> Should we keep going or take a break? We'll take a break. Okay. And, and yeah, I think we, we might get trains all day because we're <laughs> right next like to it. a train station Yep, uh, in downtown Pomona. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we're talking about seeing a lion, you know, yeah, yeah. growing up and then going hiking. And, yeah, the and, camping and, and is what fueled the uh, love for wildlife and the passion for wanting to see it in person. Uh-huh. And then I discovered cameras. I'm like, that's an even better way to see it. That's an even better. Yeah. I, so. got, I got video proof, right? Yes, yeah. yes. To save forever and keep watching. Yeah, heck yeah, man. <laughs> that, that's a cool... That's a good. That's a good love and a good passion oh, yeah. that you got for this this whole thing, man. Because it's it it's fueling so much effort that you're doing to yeah. get these shots. Uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. like I like trying to tell a story too. Getting these video clips, sometimes you can kind of piece together a little story of what might happen on this you know mountain lions day or what the bears doing right here. Or you get them a day later, you're like, okay, you can kind of piece together a story of what's going on. Sometimes the lion's out hunting, or that lion's looking for a mate, or whatever. Oh so. man. Yeah, sometimes you can do that. Other times it's just random videos, but they're still beautiful to see the animal walking by for five seconds even. I'm still, like, honored that the animal did that. Like, yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's a beauty right there. And then, and then we, you know, off mic we're talking about, um, you know, your ability to track animals. Mm-hmm. And, and and then just being able to, like, freaking, oh, hey, look, it's a mountain lion or it's a freaking bear yeah. track and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still learning, though. I mean, I've gotten a little bit better at tracking, but I still have so much more to learn. Uh-huh. But so you were saying, much like, more sometimes you'll go to the same place where your camera was mm-hmm. and there's no track. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I have just, a, they go away so quickly. Or yeah, I have several spots where the, the tracks, there's, just, there's no, it's not like a flat dirt surface. It's just covered in rocks or grass, and you don't really see prints. Sometimes the bears might leave a big round imprint because they're so large, and you can tell it's a bear sometimes. And have one or two spots where leading up to it, you'll see patches of dirt or whatever, and then uh, you'll see a lion track. That just happened last weekend, actually. I went to two spots, and I happened to see a hint of a lion track. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, a mile away, the lion was on video. Probably the same lion based on the proximity of the track and the timing and all that. And um, So sometimes you get an indication like that, like, okay, there could be a lion. But then it could also take a detour, you know, leading up to your camera. And it's like, oh, I went somewhere else now. Oh, it, yeah. it didn't go that way. But uh, yeah. So I'm always looking for those tracks. So I love trying to see well, a, it, a hint it, of it. Right. Was there a book that you, like, started looking at? No, I do have some tracking tracks? books, but mostly nowadays it's just from being out there in person and looking for yeah, it. There's so much. Like I said, a lot of times when I'm going now, though, I just don't even get to see tracks. So a lot of my uh, choosing a camera spot sometimes is just based on the uh, surrounding terrain. Like I might be on a certain game trail that intersects with another one where it leads to an interesting kind of canyon where it's like a canopy of oak trees. Just different things like that lead to camera spots sometimes without any kind of tracks. So... And it's all, it's all hit or miss. Sometimes they, I strike out, like, ah, this spot's not that good. Or I'm impatient after two months. I'm going to go somewhere else. Right. And then sometimes I'll get blown away and see a lion within a week or two, you know. And then I'll stay there because I want to know what's going to happen next. So, 
Yeah, it varies from spot to spot, you know? Mm-hmm. And seeing tracks, too. It's like you don't always get to see them. And when I do, I'm really thankful I see tracks. That's awesome. And then, I mean, freaking scat, right? Run, run across scat. Yeah, that's sometimes, that's uh, like, well, a lot of times on the terrain where I said you can't see tracks, I'll find scat, which is a good indication a lion was here or this is a, a lion was here not, not too long ago, you know? A lot of my spots are like that, actually. Uh-huh. So, And for those that don't know, it's called, it's poop. So just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, scat yeah, is poop. Yeah, I should just say and poop. But yeah. With the help of books and people I know firsthand sharing the pictures and getting their intake, I've been able to distinguish, you know, bear scat from lion scat oh, or yeah. fox scat from lion Lion scat, so there's been one or two I see. I'm like, I can't quite tell what it is, but when I go out there, I'm usually looking mostly for lion scat. Carl, yeah, that was that was Carl. He went out into the forest. He had some, you know, he had too much golden corral. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, I'm going. I don't can't make up what this is. <laughs> Thankfully, I go so far good. off trail, I don't come across the human good, scat. Good. Oh, that would have just ruined it for me. Oh man, sometimes, <laughs> man, you got to go deep in the forest. In yeah. You know, <laughs> let go. You can't do that on trail, you know? No. Yeah, you can't do that at Griffith Park. There's no trees at Griffith Park, so that's, yeah. that's a horrific <laughs> place to go. Just, I've never done it, but just FYI, you don't want to do it there. No. You want to go up here, Azusa, Pomona. Yeah. <laughs> deep in the forest, confuse some trail cams. Imagine, imagine if, you, if something like that were to happen, if you catch somebody out there, please. Save the video. I, I I have a video of somebody peeing really oh. far in the distance, but they're on video, uh-huh. squatting down and peeing on camera. Oh, man. It's not graphic or anything, but you can tell she's peeing while her boyfriend walks ahead on the trail. That's and hilarious. I still wonder, like, do they even see my camera? I don't think so, This right? is back when I was on, like, a fire escape road. Uh-huh. And I don't know. They don't stop and, like, examine it, but they just keep walking right by it. I was going to ask you, what was the weirdest <laughs> thing you've ever caught on camera, but that's... That was... One thing, and another one was this guy walking up in a canyon. Um, he was completely shirtless, and he was as hairy as like a gorilla. I mean, it was, <laughs> it like, was. He was so walk. hairy. It's like, oh my god, really. And uh, and he was carrying this giant like citronella type torch. It was like a huge joint, like a, like an eight inch looking joint in his hand. Oh, it was like, okay. what the hell? Am I? All I can think of was it must be like citronella, and he's carrying it, and it's burning like an Olympic torch. Walking in this dry forest with this thing, he passed oh, by my camera twice. What the hell is that? And he's right man? where I get mountain lions on video and everything. And um, he's just carrying this thing, probably to keep the bugs away. It was in, like in the, in oh, the, okay. in the it was in the heat, you know, in the summertime. Yeah. And uh, that was really strange. I still have the video. I never shared it actually. I was going to share it. I'll I'll search for it and find it. I definitely yeah. saved it. That yeah. was really weird seeing that. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe it was for, for like, bugs, right? Guy? But that's totally irresponsible. Yeah, that so I was like, this guy's insane. What's he carrying that for? I'm like, how do you not start a fire? I'm serious. It's yeah. Just, yeah, that was weird to see yeah, another was, guy. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I forgot my strangest one, actually. Oh, okay. It's happened probably in this, probably in the same year. Uh-huh. I still have a camera at one of these spots, and around the corner I had another camera. Like they're really close together, within a minute's walk. So my my camera turns on. Right, <clears throat> I had a lot of videos of the wind triggering it, yeah. and one of them, <clears throat> the the lens was obscured by like a leaf. I'm like, well, how'd that get there? I almost just dismissed the video, but I scrolled through it really fast, and I saw something move, like the leaf blew up in the air, and I saw a person walk by. I was like, what the hell? A glimpse. So I will go back to the video and look at it, and when the leaf lifts up, you see like uh, the bottom portion of, the, of a guy walking, and he's butt naked. He's got shoes on what? and no clothes on and like some kind of like little rope thing around his waist, and he's carrying a knife in his hand. I was like, what the what hell? The I know. Hell? All I could think of was he was just hanging out in that area, surrounded by poison oak, butt naked, wanted to be one with nature maybe. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, he was maybe. by himself. Yeah. It was really weird to see that. And he tried covering my camera with a leaf. 
or like a branch, and one of the leaves blew up in the wind. That's how I got a glimpse of him. And I was like, oh, my God. I shared that still image of his butt and carrying a knife. Like, what a weirdo. And I knew the poison oak that was there. I'm like, this guy had to go home scratching and itching like crazy. He was surrounded by so much poison oak. He really was. like Adam and Eve, right? (laughs) I don't know what he was doing. I'll never know. So when he went around the corner to my other camera and based on the timestamp, it was only minutes later he had a pair of shorts on this time so he's probably like shit there's cameras in here and oh, they just right. caught me naked I guess so he goes up to the other camera um, it's such a weird part of the video he stops in front of the camera and you see like from his from his waist down you see he's wearing shorts and then he's holding the knife in his hand and all of a sudden he slaps himself in the thigh with his hand and the knife doesn't stab himself, but it's such a quick movement. Like, what the hell did he just do right there? Yeah, did he so see I had to keep watching the video over again. The string in his shorts, like, fell down inside oh. and hit his leg, and it scared okay. the shit out of him. And he, like, almost stabbed himself in the leg with his own knife because he's, like, you know, like, knee-jerk reaction. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And uh, that was just weird, a weird video I had. A guy hanging out naked in the forest in mountain lion country around poison oak with a knife. All, all terrible things <laughs> to be doing. That was odd. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'll never know what he was doing, but that was an interesting, odd video. Hey, there you go, weirdos. Don't don't be a weirdo out in in, in, in the forest yeah. because we will catch you. I know. Yeah. yeah. My big my cameras will get you sunbathing in the sun. Naked. <laughs> well, that's it, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast. My How pleasure. Can people like freaking get a hold of you uh, on Instagram, Parliament of Owls. Yeah, Parliament of Owls on Instagram. How did the name come about? Uh, that's a line from an Elliot Smith song, my favorite oh, yeah, singer songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a song called "Strung Out Again," and uh, there's a line about what's the Parliament of Owls flying over a city of. Owls. I just love that term, Parliament of Owls. Okay. So when I started my YouTube channel and Instagram years ago, I just liked that name. I love yeah, the name, stuck. the thought of Parliament of Owls. I like to think of my cameras as like owls up there watching the forest, you oh, know, that makes sense. keeping an eye on things. So yeah. I just love the term, and I love Elliot Smith. Cool. He's my absolute favorite artist. So it's my way of paying some tribute to Elliot. Heck yeah, man! <laughs> All right, well, awesome. You know, hopefully people go out and, and check out your your videos so they yes, please get a hold of you know. Yeah, I got Instagram and awesome YouTube, stuff. Parliament of Owls. Yeah, I love yeah. to share with people. So and Go out there and don't be so afraid. Everybody. No, we coexist every day. Don't yeah. be afraid. They're more afraid of us. That's awesome, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. That's it for another episode of the Dude from LA podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.